Welcome to the Riveting Rosies podcast, a space dedicated to conversations with women that educate, empower, and inspire. I'm your host, Francesca, and I'm so excited to be here with you and share the stories of some badass women. Okay, well, thank you so much for agreeing to come on and do this. Um, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's so good to uh, talk to you. I'm excited too. Yeah, so I'm going to start by just letting you um, briefly introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what you do. So, hi, I'm Savannah. I'm the artist and owner behind Way Apparel, W-E-I. I am a junior in college studying illustration and business, and I started Way when I was 17. Um, I'm a painter and illustrator, so I make jewelry, hand-painted pieces, and um, clothing and other pieces with my art on it. That's so awesome. Also, I think that you're, I didn't realize that you were a junior in college, like I'm a senior in college, and I think you're the youngest person that I've interviewed so far, so that's really awesome. Oh my goodness. Um, It's crazy that you started your shop when you were 17. Yeah, um, I'd always been, I mean, I'd always really been into art and um, entrepreneurial, even if I didn't quite realize it, like like making bracelets and things for friends or little drawings all the time. And um, when I got into high school, I wanted to start like, I wanted to like make t-shirts or something and I never quite did it, but I just, I wanted to do something with that. And then um, I, I used to take forever to finish paintings because I am a perfectionist and I would just do like layer over layer on these acrylic or oil paintings. And it would take me months to finish. And I was like preparing my portfolio in my junior year and my mom was like what if you painted on clothing and so I was like well I don't know it seemed really weird at the time I guess it was when it was like starting to become kind of popular but I hadn't really thought about it or like considered it all so I like did the research and I like um, found like the right kinds of paints like all my stuff is machine washable and it was crazy how much it like pushed me out of my comfort zone into um working with something that I had to move a lot faster. Like when you paint on clothing, you can't erase it or necessarily do a ton of layers over it. So it was like kind of figuring that out. And yeah, I just found that I really, I kind of found my niche, I guess. I really love um, creating work that people can wear. Yeah, definitely. That's super cool. So um, when did you, what year did you start your um, business? So um, it was April of 2017. At that time, it was pretty small. It was basically like my Instagram and my Etsy shop. And I was like selling to like my high school friends and then kind of like starting to reach people on Etsy a little bit. Um, I found like it, I'm so glad that I just started because I would, I would highly recommend just starting and not being like afraid of making mistakes because I definitely made so many mistakes, especially that first year. When I was struggling to like bounce out with school so like I was like full speed ahead in the summer and then like the semester would start and I'd like fall back and so like figuring out like what that balance looks like for me and just not being afraid to be like okay so this is like learning all the taxes or the business side of that or what marketing looks like and just trying things and then learning from them so um yeah it was really small then that first year was definitely kind of on and off um started building and then 2018 I started doing markets um, locally and the working a little more on the Etsy shop and then really in the past like from like 2019 to 2020 is when I've really started like really building it and like focusing on like different social media and um, 
having more like frequent updates and keeping up with everything. And it's been really fun. Yeah, that's so awesome. I love that you were able to turn something that like you just kind of um, enjoy doing like into uh, a more profitable business. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely agree. I think that I was so in my own head, especially when I was younger. Like my parents had always been so supportive, but I was like, ah, I want to do art and this whole like societal standard around me, especially at that time when I cared so much what other people thought was like, I can't do this. I can't, I don't want to be a starving artist. And so finding out and like learning from it saying, okay, this is something I love and I want to pursue it. How can I make that happen? And then also coming to find that like, I really love the other aspects of it too. Like I love interacting with people and I kind of, I like keeping up with like social media and um, just getting in like even the business, like statistics side of it. So it's been really a really fun journey and I'm really excited to see where it goes from here. Yeah, definitely. And I think like what you mentioned about like being a starving artist is so, it's so true that that's still kind of like, a stereotype for anyone who pursues a creative field because like I'm in my senior year of college like I said and during my sophomore year I actually had a photography professor who was like he got fired I will say that because he was just really (laughs) awful but he like literally told our entire class he was like yeah you guys really shouldn't like pursue a career in the creative field because there's no money that comes from it and I was like that's awful thing to say to your students (laughs) but like it's so weird that there are so many people out there that just don't feel like you can you know like make a living off of creative things and it's so awesome to see that so many people are obviously proving that wrong Mm -hmm. it's crazy that you say that about your professor too because when I was in high school right around the time I started way I went to one of my art teachers at the time and was like hey like this is the passion I have. I want to go to art school. Like, how, like, what, like, what do you think? Like, how should I get there? Do you have any advice? And he was basically just like, go be a doctor or something. And then you can do your art on your side when you're old and rich. And he's like, he's like, I'm sure you have the talent for it, but like, why would you pursue it? And I was like, that hit me so hard at the time too, to have someone that like is a creative person telling me like that. So I understand how hard that is, but there are so many more people who are so supportive and encouraging and like are doing what they love and want you to do the same. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's, um, it's so exciting also that you've like kind of learned to uh, like love the other aspects of being a business owner as well. So can you talk a little bit about like what the experience was like when you first had to start, you know, like paying attention to posting on social media and that sort of thing. And like, doing taxes, like you mentioned, and that sort of stuff? Um, I feel like I've learned a lot from trial and error. Like the first year that I did my taxes, like finding out like, okay, I like different ways that are so, it's so important to keep track of everything. Like taxes, <laughs> taxes are such a pain for artists and small businesses. Like they, they just are. Um, but I just, I try to keep really good records of everything. Like the first year two, I just like keep all my receipts and like keep like notes pages of like my mileage and things like that. And now um, I've been transferring all that into like an Excel document. So like I'll keep track of um, all the different like aspects and different um, like products that I'll order or different things and keep all those costs all together there so that I can add to it throughout the year. So it's like easier to break down um, when it gets to tax season. Um, I feel like for like the marketing, social media, like, keeping up with everything, it's like 
just huge to like set like attainable goals for yourself. And, um, I, I love lists. And so I used to just like set a list of things I wanted to do and it'd be like really big or really small. And then, you know, like you want to check off all the small things and you're not really tackling as much of the big things, but, um, breaking those things down and just saying like, okay, today I'm going to post like every day. And it doesn't like matter if it's like a big thing or a small thing, but I'm going to post every day. And then like, since quarantine, I started doing weekly updates. So it's like, it doesn't matter if it's the biggest update ever or it's just like a dozen pieces. I'm going to do weekly updates and keep consistency. And I think that like consistency is huge with a business, like, because there are, there's so many ads and so many businesses and like big brands that have way more money than you to like add all these advertisements and like keep and like bombard people. But, um, so just having like that thing where you can, as a small business be like, Hey, like I'm still like making stuff. And if you're still interested in stuff, just kind of like, keeping that consistency, I think, um, is huge. Yeah, definitely. So how did you, um, go about, you know, like figuring out what designs you were going to offer and like seeing what did you go based off of like what you liked or what people um, bought more of and that sort of thing. And then also like a second part to that question, when you first started your shop, um, like what products were you offering and how has that like evolved over time? Yes. So um, I feel like for the first part of that question, it's definitely a mixture of both. Um, for me, I really, I'm highly inspired by nature. So I love um, like botanical, vintage botanical illustrations and just like drawn from life and kind of like a realistic but illustrative way. And so um, <clears throat> a lot of what I like to paint is like flowers and like moths and butterflies and bees and all those kinds of things. And it's really cool because uh, for me, I feel like that overlaps like what I enjoy and what other people can relate to and enjoy. And so I, that's definitely kind of a sweet spot for me, but I think it's huge uh, in whatever you're making that you have that balance of like something that um, customers are asking for and listening to them and hearing their feedback and also making things that you enjoy. Like if you're pursuing this and this is something that you love, you should be making pieces that you love. So um, yeah. <laughs> and then for the second part, it's definitely changed a lot. Um, when I first started, I was just like hand painting denim and then I started selling my stickers of like, I would hand draw them and then like color them and procreate. And so I, um, I was just selling like stickers and then the hand painted clothing. And then since then, um, I expanded into like hand painted hats, hand painted like handbags. I really love doing those. Um, I like, I just started doing jewelry back in like September of last year, polymer clay and found that I really loved that. Um, I started dyeing t-shirts this past year. So like I would, I started printing clothing, um, this like back in September also of last year. And, um, like with sweatshirts and different things with like prints, watercolor prints of my art on them. And then, um, yeah, I just, I love like the fact that, um, as a creative, like we, there's so many interests, especially like right now where I'm at, I just want to try so many different things. And I love that I can like find ways to incorporate that in a way and learn from it and grow from it. And, um, probably in the future, I'll move away from hand painting so much because it's just like very, it can get very like time consuming, but I still, I love painting. So it's like, it's going to be a part of who I am and what I do no matter where it goes. Yeah, definitely. That's, um, 
it's really cool that you've been able to like experiment with so many things um like with your business and you know like discover new ways to like get your art out there and that sort of thing and i think it is definitely important what you mentioned like um to to make sure that if you have some sort of business like this there is that balance between like the things that you enjoy creating and the things that people enjoy like buying um like obviously you would want like you want to sell things but if you're doing it and you're not enjoying it that kind of defeats the purpose <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure i've had um like when i was selling stickers and stuff i've had people say like oh you have to like follow like this specific formula like people like stickers based on their area or based on like something that but like you can connect with people from all different things like people I feel like people connect to some of the work that I make and it doesn't have to be like super like branded or cookie cutter you can make work that you're passionate about that people can relate to yeah definitely for sure and it's so um I feel like it's just not that I have experience with this, but I feel like it's so cool um, to just like have the ability to like create something that's uniquely your own and then like have people want to buy it. (laughs) So um, what would you say has been like the most important thing that you've learned about yourself since starting your business? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think I've learned a lot about, um, balance, which is like really, I mean, you never really attain balance, but just like for me navigating, like, um, what I, yeah, like what I love to make and what people want to see and like what, like my time, like with being a full-time student and doing this and like what that looks like and just like being, um, okay with making mistakes and learning from them and trying something new and sometimes you have something that you think will go in one direction and then it ends up going in a complete other direction. And so like being able to like have a little bit of peace with that and kind of let that go as it does and just enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Now that you mentioned balance, I I also want to ask like, how has um, your journey been trying to balance like school and the shop like you mentioned how has that kind of changed as you've progressed through college Mm -hmm. um I'm definitely I've never I wouldn't say I'm an expert on it but I'm definitely a lot better at it now than I was when I first started and hugely that's like just learning from mistakes and um figuring out like patterns in the way you work and um just time to maturity um but when I, yeah, when I first started, it would be like, I would work on it all summer and then it would be like the switch would flip and I would work, go back to school. And then, and so obviously that doesn't really work. So, and I, and I want to be doing this. So um, it's huge, like setting boundaries for yourself of like walking off hours, like this is a work time or this is a homework time, or this is a relaxer friend time. And just like block, not like being too strict with yourself, but just being like setting those boundaries. So you're not like working in really late into the night when you should be like real like sleeping or something and so just figuring out um ways in which you can like set schedules and set like attainable goals for yourself and not like I want to get all this done in like three days or whatever but like this is how much I want to get done today or like this is what I want to see by the end of the month or something like that and um and I think huge just like little things like I said before about like posting consistently and keeping up with like 
emails and everything as consistently as possible. And um, yeah, it's definitely something I'm still learning, but um, I like, it's really cool. Cause like, this is my job, but it's also like my passion. And so it's like, I want to be doing this. So how can I fit that into like, this is work time. And this is like my time to create things that I enjoy. Yeah, definitely. It's so awesome when like you're able to combine those two things. Um, Mm -hmm, For sure. (laughs) So what would be uh, your, I guess, like goal for say like five years from now for the shop? Do you have any um, ideas of things that you want to like implement or um, like goals of expanding or anything like that? Yeah, so um, I really like my dream is to have a storefront. So probably a goal of like having a storefront in like the next maybe five years, maybe 10. I don't know, but to have a storefront would be amazing. So working towards that and um, still continuing online because I know that's definitely where things are headed. But I just love the in-person interaction and like display and everything that comes with that like tangible shopping experience. And I love that. So probably like a... um, my own store with like carrying other artists work as well and then um being able to do this full time outside of college like it's it's definitely different being on your own versus like being in school so hopefully building this to something or if it like shifts into a different business whatever that looks like I'm just kind of taking it as it comes and um yeah yeah that's awesome uh it's great that you can be so like flexible with it and just kind of you know like ride the wave of um your business and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't I feel like I'm like not the most flexible person but I want to be and I'm just trying to like (laughs) and and seeing like how much has changed even in these past few years like I'm like wow it's been like three years and that's crazy and all these things that I didn't expect to be doing and like goals that I didn't expect to like make and it's crazy and so just being like okay, well, I love doing this, but I had no idea I loved doing three years ago. And so what that, what might I like doing in three years or might have the opportunity to do that I don't now. And so trying to stay open to that. And there's just so many things like creatively that I want to like try out. Like I've actually, I've never done ceramics and I'm experimenting with that this fall. I'm taking a class and then I want to do like screen printing. There's so many things I just want to like try and experience. And so trying to give grace to myself to like I'm allowed to try new things and still and um and like let things like come in and, and go as they come so yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely I love having I love that you have that outlook that's so amazing <laughs> um <laughs> so what would your advice be to anyone who is like looking to start their own business or um maybe like just starting one um I guess it's like I would say don't be yeah, like don't be afraid to start. Don't be afraid to make mistakes and learn from it. But also like don't be nervous to reach out to people who are doing the things that you like want to do and ask them like for advice. Like I love it when people are like, hey, I'm interested. I'm I'm passionate about this too. Like what can I like what did you do when you first started or something? Like not necessarily being like, how do you make XYZ like down to like all the instructions? Like not like that, but just like being like asking people who have the experience. Like in college, I've had really, I've been blessed to have really um, amazing professors who really care and are invested in me and um, being able to go to them and just like ask them like questions and learn from them and grow has been so imp- helpful to me in college, especially since in high school, I was 
really self-taught, at least for like my junior, senior year, I moved around a lot. And, um, but yeah. And so just being able to like reach out to others or even just your peers and just be like to get critique from them is huge. And so just like, don't be afraid to ask people for help. Like you're, yes, you are doing this on your own, but there are so many people that you can learn from and grow from that like, don't be afraid to ask for that. Yeah, definitely. I think that's such great advice. Um, Well, that is all that I have for you today. So thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you. I've had such a good time. I'm so glad. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Riveting Rosies podcast. A new episode is released every Monday and Friday, so don't forget to subscribe. I would love if you left a review to tell me what you liked about this episode or let me know if you have any suggestions about who you want to hear on the podcast in the future. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at rivetingrosies.podcast to get updated when new episodes are released and to find out about upcoming guests. Thanks again for tuning in and I hope you'll join me again for next week's episodes.